Hey, welcome to the Eddie Hyde Podcast. I'm so glad to be with you today as we continue talking about reasons to believe. And we're talking particularly about the resurrection of Jesus and uh, and just sharing uh, empirical. And by empirical, I mean uh, rational, historical reasons for believing that Jesus did rise from the dead. Be sure and go back and listen to the the previous episodes this week because uh, we're 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 building each day. We're building on top of the others. Now, uh, today I want to talk to you about a a brilliant lawyer who was also a the royal professor of law at Harvard University and was one of the principal founders of the Harvard Law School, and how he. Uh, in his own mind, proved that Jesus had risen from the dead by putting the resurrection of Jesus on trial. Now, his name was Dr. Simon Greenleaf. Uh, he was a brilliant lawyer, and as I said, he was the royal professor, royal professor of law at Harvard University and, and one of the founders of the Harvard Law School. He also authored the three-volume work, A Treatise on the Law of Evidence which is still considered one of the greatest single authorities on judicial legal procedure. Now, I have read varying accounts of whether he was a believer or not. Uh, now, I did read one account who said he was a Christian, that he was a, a member of the Episcopalian Church. But we know uh, from many examples where, where people have been church members, but but later came to the realization that although they were a member of church, they had never really truly been converted to Jesus Christ. So this could be the uh, situation with Simon Greenleaf because other accounts of his life say that he was an unbeliever and that he set out to disprove uh, the New Testament account of the resurrection of Jesus. And he decided he would do this by uh, putting the resurrection of Jesus on trial and taking the four primary witnesses of the resurrection, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and uh, examining and cross-examining their accounts of the resurrection. And so he did this. And so uh, so just like he would examine and cross-examine witnesses in a, in a court of law, he sifted through their different accounts of the arrest, the trial, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. And he, he examined each testimony individually and then compared their testimonies. And after months of putting the resurrection of Jesus on trial, Simon Greenleaf was absolutely convinced that that the witnesses were telling the truth and that Jesus did rise from the dead. Now, some of the things that, that I found very interesting about his account, and by the way, he, he wrote a book uh, uh, telling about his discoveries. And let me just see, let me, uh, I'm looking here in my book, you know, th this is in my, my latest book, uh, Discovering the Real Jesus. And so I, I want to give you the name of his book, the book that he wrote as a result of putting the resurrection of Jesus on trial. It's got a long name, 
an examination of the testimony of the four evangelists by the rules of evidence administered in the courts of justice. So he examined what he calls the four evangelists according to the same way he would examine witnesses in a court of law. He talks about in this book, uh, he found he, he he found that generally on the most on the most important things that their accounts were similar. But then he talks about how there were differences in their accounts, secondary differences. But he said this made their case even stronger because he pointed out that four witnesses who have observed the same event, that they will emphasize different aspects of it and will, will even use different terminology in describing what they have seen. And he pointed out specific situations that he knew of where witnesses had come into a court of law, but their testimonies were so similar, so exact, so exactly the same, it was determined that they had colluded together, that their testimonies were not true, because he pointed out that different witnesses, that there will be little subtle differences. And he said the differences in the testimonies of, the, of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are precisely the kind that are to be expected of four different people who are describing what they have seen. Wow. Let me just read a couple of, of quotes uh, from, from his book. He said, um, he said, the testimony of false witnesses will not be uniform in its texture, but it will be unequal, unnatural, inconsistent. On the contrary, in the testimony of true witnesses, there is a visible and striking naturalness of manner and an unaffectedness and spiritness in the detail of circumstances. Had the evangelists been false historians, they would not have committed themselves upon so many particulars. They would not have furnished to vigilant inquirers of that period such an effectual instrument for bringing them into discredit with the people. In other words, what he's saying is, if, if these people, and he's basing this on his experience as a lawyer and as a professor of law, he said, if these people were deceivers, and had set out to deceive the public, he said they would not have committed themselves to so many particulars and details that would have been easy for their opponents to show that they were in the wrong. And so after months putting the testimony of Jesus on trial, he concluded that Jesus truly had risen from the dead and he became a believer in Jesus Christ. And in his book that he wrote, telling about how he had how he had how he had shown by approaching the New Testament account of the resurrection as he as he would approach a case in a court of law. 
He says, all that Christianity asks of men on this subject is that they would be consistent with themselves, that they would treat its evidences as they treat the evidence of other things, and that they would try and judge its actors and witnesses as they deal with their fellow men when testifying to human affairs and actions. So he says, treat the Bible the same way you would treat any other case in the court of law. And he says, the result, it is confidently believed, will be an undoubting conviction of their integrity, ability, and truth. And so after putting the resurrection of Jesus on trial, Greenleaf concluded that according to the jurisdiction of legal evidence, the resurrection of Jesus is the best supported event in all of human history. Wow. Can you imagine that? The best supported event in all of human history after putting brilliant lawyer, professor of law, after putting the resurrection of Jesus on trial, the best supported event in all of human history. All my friends, he is alive. We can sing in faith. He lives, he lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along the narrow way. And we can accept the fact that Paul said that same resurrection power that brought Jesus from the dead, it has been directed toward you who believe, and that power will set you free from every bondage, from everything that Satan has brought against you. I don't care what it is, what kind of sin, what kind of bondage. And in the name of Jesus, I pray today that any every person listening to this that the power of sin will be broken off of your life. The power of homosexuality will be broken off of your life. The power of adultery will be broken off of your life. That every sinful habit will be broken off of your life. And you will walk forth, mighty conqueror, not in yourself, but in Jesus Christ, whose resurrection life and power has been directed into you. I'm Eddie Hyde. This is the Eddie Hyde Podcast. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow. In the meantime, check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. And um, what I'm sharing with you is uh, I'm, I'm pulling it out of my latest book, Discovering the Real Jesus, How We Need the, to Know the Real Jesus. It's available on Amazon and my website at eddiehyatt.com. And I'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. God bless.